0: The heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. And it was good. God bless you all, and welcome to the Apocalyptic Zone. This is Pastor Omar. And if you listen to our podcast, the last segment, we spoke about the rapture of the church. Today, we're going to talk about the second coming of Christ. And if you listen to our last segment, um, we spoke that the rapture and the second coming of Christ are two different events. Um, in the last segment, we explain in detail. What the rapture is, and in this segment we're gonna explain what is the second coming of Christ. If you did not listen to the last segment, I suggest you go back and listen to the last segment of the rapture first before you listen to this one of the second coming. It's very, it's very, um, very important that you'll be able to uh, understand the differences, and that is the point of this study that I began. Um, ...with these both segments. And so today, let's let's talk about the second coming of Christ. The second coming of Christ will occur at the end of the seven-year tribulation period. The rapture happens first, seven years of tribulation, I mean seven years of hell on earth. And in the final seventh year, the second coming of Christ occurs. And where is this in the Bible? What is the reason the second coming? These are questions I'm throwing out there, and those are questions that will be answered. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, the second coming... Second coming is when Jesus returns to defeat the Antichrist, destroy evil, and establish the Millennium Kingdom. The second coming is described in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 11 through 16. Let's open our Bibles. Let's go to Revelation chapter 19, and let's read from verse 11 through 16. We read the word in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And it says, verse 11, and I saw heaven open. And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him. Was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he dove judge and make war. Verse 12. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. Verse 13, and he was clothed with a vesture of dip in blood, and his name is the is called the Word of God. That is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven follow him upon white horses clothed in fine linen white and clean who is this army you're talking about an army of angels you're talking about the church the bride of Christ those who were raptured church those who were raptured if you listen to the last seven, the church that was raptured works in heaven for seven years with Jesus and then after the seven years was over at the end of the seven years in tribulation we're going to come with Jesus Christ to the earth. Oh, glory to God. Look look what it says, verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven follow him upon the white horses, clothed in five lining, white and clean we're gonna come oh boy ready to fight hallelujah and verse 15 look what it says and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword that with it he shall smite the nations and he shall rule them with a rod of iron and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness wrath of the almighty god hallelujah verse 16 and he had op- on his vesture and on his thigh a name written king of kings and laws of laws. What is going to happen? What is this verse is saying? Listen, I want you to take a chance and read it in your, in, in your homes and read it very carefully in details. Um, I mean, I can talk about this verse alone and I, and I can talk for hours. There's so much information about Jesus in this verse and what is going to happen. But let me put it to you in this way. I'm going to put it to you very simple and simplify it so you can understand. So when you read it, you can have a concept and understand what you're reading. What's going to happen is that at the end of the 7-year tribulation, right at the end, Jesus Christ will come down with his church and the angels, okay? They're going to come down and the Bible says that everyone shall see them. Everyone, all the armies, there's going to be an armies. There's going to be the 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 um you're going to have China that is the army of the east. You're going to have you're going to have um many, many countries that are going to join forces with the Antichrist and they're going to invade Jerusalem at the end of the Tribulation. China is, is referred to as the Kings of the East in the Bible and they're going to surround, alright, they're going to surround Jerusalem to destroy it once and for all because throughout the years and thousands of years, Many nations have tried to destroy Jerusalem, have tried to destroy Israel, yes, they have conquered it, yes, they have destroyed the temple, but to this day it's still standing, there it is, Jerusalem is still alive. And so, these armies are going to gather all together in a place called Megiddo, um, where it, the war of Armageddon is going to take place, Armageddon is going to happen in the last of the seven years of the tribulation period, and when the Antichrist, who's gonna be leading all these armies, they they already have they surround Israel, about to destroy her. That's when Jesus Christ comes down. All right, and every eye shall see him. Everyone see. Christ is so big that the whole world... doesn't matter where you're standing... It doesn't matter where in that moment of the tribulation... A person might be... They're going to know that Jesus Christ is coming in the clouds... And He's not coming alone... He's coming with the church... That is us... And He's coming with the angels... Church, we're going to come with glorified bodies... We're going to come with perfect bodies... That means that if they shoot at us... Missiles... Those missiles are going to go through us... Even though we are going to be glorified... Glorified bodies, like I said in my last segment... We're going we're gonna to be physical and spiritual at the same time, a perfect body that, listen, that you cannot die, that no missile or bullet cannot do any harm to you. We're going to be like, like you know, like a Superman, like, like these superheroes. You can shoot them, but nothing happens. That's how we're going to be. Where do you think they get all these movies? Where do you think Hollywood will get all these ideas? They get it from the Bible the bible is the source revelation chapter 19 verse 11 through 16 explains the second coming of Christ so when you when you're a christian a professed christian and, and you're saying oh i can't wait for the second coming of Christ you're saying well i can't wait to go through the tribulation <laughs> and then wait for Jesus to come in the second coming no we we got to say lord <laughs> us, church, I'm waiting for the rapture to happen first, and if you listen to my first segment, you're going to understand why um, we, we need to be waiting for the rapture, the second coming, we're coming back, see in the first rapture we leave, we leave in in, in in other words, in secret, in a blink of an eye, but in the second coming of Christ, we're coming back with Jesus, and everyone will see him, and that is, that is the difference of the rapture and the second coming, now What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some verses, all right, and and the differences of both of the rapture and the second coming, so you can have that understanding that there are two events, okay? And so I'm not going to go read through the verses. I will give you the verse, but this is homework for you all, all right? Listen, it's time to open our Bibles and read it ourselves. Okay, we can't. I mean, I can't just give you everything here. Come on, you know, I'm bringing dinner, right? And then you want me to eat it too? Oh, yeah, come on, you gotta eat your dinner, all right? I'm serving. I'm serving you. I'm serving you the dinner. It's time for you to eat it. So, how do you eat your dinner? Open your Bibles, read the verses, um, look through them, okay? And, and 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 let God. look God will reveal it to you through the Holy Spirit. He will. That's if, if you have the Holy Spirit. Listen, we need to get saved, like I said before. We need salvation, my introduction. We need to get saved. We need Jesus. Okay, without Jesus, we're not going to comprehend. We're not going to understand the deep spiritual things that the Bible has for a store for all of us. All those who believe, all those who are born again, all those who are spirit filled will be able to see these things. Okay, but the important differences between the rapture and the second coming. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Number one, at the rapture, believers meet the Lord in the air. And we, we read that in the first segment, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17, right? Now, at the second coming, believers return with the Lord to the earth. Revelation chapter 19, verse 14. So you see the difference. See, the rapture, the, um, Jesus comes in the cloud. He doesn't touch ground. And he takes his church with him. He raptures his church with him. The dead in Christ will rise. And those who are alive are caught up at the same time to meet the Lord in the air. That is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. So in that verse, it's talking about the church. Um, Jesus taking the church to heaven. At the second coming, the believers, us, the church, return with Jesus Christ to the earth. Where he will touch. Where he will set foot. On planet Earth, okay. So that is one of the differences between the rapture and the second coming of Christ. Number two, the second coming, okay, occurs after the great and terrible tribulation. Revelation chapters between six all all the way to chapter nineteen is gonna talk about. If you read Revelations, um, chapter six through nineteen, it's gonna talk all about um about the tribulation period, and so. The second coming occurs at the end of that tribulation. Now, the rapture occurs before the tribulation. And that is something that I personally believe many of us as well. There is debate that a lot of people, there are other pastors and ministers believe that it will happen in the middle of the tribulation. It will happen at the end. Um, a lot of them believe that the second coming is that Jesus comes to his church. He takes us up and second later, we come back down. I, 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 I don't go with that one. Um, it's just, to me, it doesn't make too much sense. Um, I'm, I believe that the rapture will, that the church, I believe that Jesus will rescue the church before the tribulation period. And so th- those are the two verses, right? Once again, the second coming occurs after the great and terrible tribulation that is at the end of the seven years and the rapture occurs before the tribulation versus First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9 and the other verse is Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Okay, let's go to number 3. The rapture is the removal of believers from the earth as an act of deliverance. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 through 17 and you can also read chapter 5 verse 9 in the same book of 1 Thessalonians the second coming includes the remover of unbelievers as an act of judgment okay that's in Matthew chapter 24 verse 40 through 41 now number 4 the rapture will be secret and instant okay the rapture is going to happen the rapture will be secret and instantly it's going to happen in a blink of an eye in 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 really fast people are not even going to see it. it's just going to happen as in 1 Corinthians Chapter 15, um, verse 50 through 54. The second coming will be visible to all. See, in the second coming of Christ, everyone will see Jesus coming in the clouds. Everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a believer in the tribulation, if you're an unbeliever, okay? Everyone is going to see him coming in the clouds. You could be an atheist and in that day you will see Jesus coming in the clouds, amen. And so that is the difference again. The rapture is in secret, it's going to happen in the blink of an eye. It can happen any moment, it can happen right now as I'm I'm, I'm talking about this, it can happen at this moment, but the, the second coming of Christ happens at the end of the tribulation, okay? And so, so the, the verses, right? Um, the rapture is a secret instant. Happens. Uh, you can read in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fifty to fifty-four. And the second coming will be visible to all. Revelation chapter one, verse seven, and Matthew's the book of Matthew's chapter twenty-four, verse twenty-nine through thirty. Okay. Now, the second coming of Christ will not occur until and after certain other end-time events take place. Okay, the second coming of Christ. Will not occur until after certain other end time events take place. You can read the verses, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, Matthew chapter 24, verse 15 through 30. Matthew is gonna tell you, Matthew 24 is gonna give you an outline of what's gonna happen, okay? And that is gonna be another study. We're gonna get into Matthew, we're gonna go through that outline. There's a lot of interesting things there, okay? It's gonna be awesome, and I can't wait to give that study soon. So we're gonna get into Matthew chapter 24. Um, for example, the rapture is imminent, it's gonna happen. It could, t- it could take a place any moment, all right. Um, more Bible verses, you can use also Titus chapter 2, verse 13, okay. So, the rapture is imminent and it could take place any moment. Now, why is it important to keep the rapture and the second coming distant? Why is it important to teach this to let you know to all who are listening? Is that the rapture and the second coming are different events. Why? Because if the rapture and the second coming are the same event, believers will have to go through the tribulation. And I'll tell you right now, I still, listen, I, I have studied this for many years. And, and I have great colleagues of mine, you know, pastors and apostles. And that they believe that, you know, the rapture will take you in the tribulation. And listen, um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to debate them. We're not going to debate Um, It's all about love, you know, we'll sit down, we'll talk about it, Um, they'll bring their verses, I'll bring my verses, at the end of the day, I'm going to say it, like I said in the first segment, is, you know what, we pray for the rapture and we prepare for tribulation. There's a study that I want to bring to all you is, how to survive the tribulation period. Listen, I'm going to give you the insights, the best way to survive tribulation period, because if the church goes through tribulation, we need to, as believers, to know what's going to happen. And that is the problem. If we're going through the tribulation period, you have no idea what's going to happen. That's why these messages are very important. It's very important to learn about the tribulation, even as a, a as a believer that you are, even as a spirit-filled, fire Christian that you are, you're on fire, you're going to say, no, I'm not going to go through the tribulation, I'm going to go in the rapture, that's fine, me too, I agree, listen. But what will happen if we do stay in the tribulation? What will happen if we, we backslide in the last minute? What will happen if we sin and we do certain things that are wrong in the last minute and we stay left behind? We need to know. Listen, knowledge is very important. We need to know what's going to occur in the tribulation period to at least have a possibility of chance of survival. Because let me tell you something, right now we live by the grace period. And in the grace period, we live, we have grace because Jesus Christ died on the cross. He paid for all our sins. He died for you and for me. But once the rapture happens and the Lord takes his church, that grace period is gone. Church, let me tell you something. And we're gonna go into the tribulation period. And in the tribulation period, you wanna be saved? You're gonna have to give up your head. You're gonna have to be, you're gonna be persecuted. They're going to persecute. You think Christians are going to be persecuted now? It's going to get worse in the tribulation. You know what? They're going to be like, listen, if you don't take the mark, you're going to die. So what are you going to do? Take the mark or you die? Are you going to die for Jesus? So now we're going to be dying for Jesus in the tribulation just to be safe. Okay? That's what's going to happen in the tribulation. It's going to be no joke. So if you're out there saying, oh, you know what? Um, if I don't win the rapture, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll receive Jesus in the tribulation. Let me tell you something. If you can't do it now, what makes you... What, what, how do you think you're going to receive Him in the tribulation? If you can't receive Him now, that is easy. That it's a free gift, okay? Um, to receive Him in your heart, that you don't have to do anything just to confess Him as Lord and Savior. That's it. And believe in your heart that, gee, that God has raised Him from the dead to be saved, to confess Him as your Lord and Savior. That's how simple it is. To start living a life or walk in Him And then you're going to say, no, you know what? I'll wait for the tribulation and and I'll I'll receive him. Then I'll know it's true. I want to be like Thomas and I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I need to see to believe, right? If that's one of you and you're going to wait for the tribulation period, if you don't receive him now, what makes you think you're going to receive the tribulation period? When they're going to put a gun to your head and say, either deny him and get the mark or confess him and die. What are you going to do? But that's going to be for another day. We're going to bring studies on that as well. About the tribulation period. I'm going to bring a study about the Antichrist. Um, listen. We're going to get into all this. Please, please take notes. These these, these podcasts are for you to take notes. It's hard to, to teach in a church. Listen. I can give this on a Friday night in church. But I don't get as far I'm getting now. Because I'm getting questions already. Five minutes. And that's awesome. I love questions. And people just have so many questions. It beautifully but you know what? We're gonna take opportunity. So I can have an opportunity to talk here. And you have an opportunity to home go at home, read the scriptures, and stuff studying, and put it together. This is God is so good that through these means, through this way I can reach, we can reach you guys. We can reach the word of God can reach you. Okay. Especially about these topics that we're talking about. Praise God. So um, yeah, so like I was saying, right? So is very is very important, you know. We as a church, we need to get it together. Okay, so let's continue. Number two, if the rapture and the second coming are the same event, the return of Christ is not imminent. There are many things who occur before he can return. Once again, I read that before. Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 through 30 will explain to you, okay, that you know what. If the rapture was supposed to happen in the tribulation, then we have a lot of things to happen. There's a lot of things going to happen in the tribulation. In the tribulation, we're going to have a worldwide earthquake. The whole earth is going to shake. The Bible says that islands will disappear. Mind you, I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rico. And just thinking the fact uh, um, that my island could disappear, Dominican Republic could disappear, and many islands... Hawaii can disappear, okay? Because it's gonna be a worldwide earthquake. The earth is gonna shake like ne- like it never should before, okay? Listen, we have so many earthquakes occurring right now, and in the last hundred years, the rate of the earthquakes have oh, in with it has gone so much in numbers and intensity. It's they're stronger than ever. That's telling you something. Listen. We are living in the last days. Yes, you can say, well, there's always been earthquakes, but not like before. There are more now than whatever it has been. Um, You can check the numbers. You can Google the numbers. It is just out of control right now, especially last year and this year. The earthquakes have been out of control all around the world. But we don't don't think about those things. We're thinking of other things, right? So very important is that if the rapture was in the same coming, the same event, then there's going to be a lot of contradiction in the scriptures. That's the thing. If if the Lord is talking that he's going to grab the church in secret, and then he's talking about, oh, he's going to grab the church for everyone to see, it doesn't make sense. That's why there are two events, okay? Number three. Number three is, in describing the tribulation period, Revelation chapter 16 through 19 nowhere mentions the church. During the tribulation, also called the time of trouble for Jacob, we also could read that in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 7. God will again turn his primary attention to the state of Israel, right? To the country of Israel, all right? So, once again, if you rewrite um, Revelation chapter 6 through 19, nowhere you mentions the church, okay? The, me- the church is mentioned before, and then the church will be mentioned after, but nowhere through of Revelation chapter 6 through 19 is mentioned now. Once again, this could be debatable because... Many preach and teach that the book of Revelation uh, is not in chronological order, and to, to, there is a fact to that. Yes, there is a fact that some of the events are not in chrono- chronological order. Okay, so we're gonna get through that as well. There's gonna be other studies, so I'm not disagreeing in that aspect. There's certain things that that uh, in the book of Revelation is going to go back and forth, back and forth. But I'm just throwing you out there. In Revelation chapter six to 19, the church is nowhere to be mentioned. And I believe because the church is in heaven, they're up. There, we're up there partying. We're having heaven right there. We're going to have the um, the the bema where we're going to we're going to be judged for 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 the gifts that God gave us, what did we do with our gift? Um, the, if you know, what did we do? And, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a judgment of the believers. It's not a judgment that you go to hell, but it's that judgment is going to determine your position and eternity. And that's amazing. Okay. So, because when I said about millennium, that's another study that we're going to talk about the millennium period. I, I mentioned it in the introduction, um, the millennium period, right? That's where the, the saints will, We're gonna judge with Jesus Christ the nations, and so many of us we're gonna be presidents, we're gonna be leaders, we're gonna be this, we're gonna be that, and that's it's gonna be determined now. Whatever we do, okay, whatever we do with what God has given us, we're accountable for it. God gave listen, God gave you a gift, a powerful gift, and you're burying it. You're gonna be accountable for that, and so it's very important. that we need to be ready and, 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 and we need to, to, to preach this word, man. We need to get out there. We need to, to bring this word forward to the nations. But let's continue, right? So, and I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this today. Um, like I said, I don't want to go, I want to keep it in, in under 30 minutes, um, these segments. So, you know, you can go back, you can listen to it, you can take notes and because at the end of the day, I want you to learn. I want you to have this in your head. I want you to, oh man, it's like eating that, that, great, that great steak um, that is a juicy steak and you enjoyed it and you're going for dessert. That's what I want you to have. Amen. So um, I'm going to end with this. The rapture and the second coming. I'm going to say this again. The rapture and the second coming are similar, but they're separate events. And I think that in both segments I was able to explain that. Both involve Jesus returning. Both are end time events. However, it's crucially important to recognize the difference. In summary, the rapture is the return of Christ in the clouds to remove all believers from the earth before the time of God's wrath. The second coming is the return of Christ to the earth to bring the tribulation to an end and defeat the Antichrist and his evil World Empire, Hallelujah, glory to God. Yes, and when that happens, let me tell you what's gonna happen next. We're gonna enter the millennium period where there's gonna be a thousand years peace on earth where where we're gonna rebuild again because the earth is gonna be hit with nuclear missile, it's gonna be hit with a meteor, it's gonna be hit with an asteroid, um, it's gonna be be destroyed with fire, one-third. Um, of the earth will be burned. Um, the water, there's not going to be no water. The fish, all the fish in the sea are going to die. Listen, I'm going to get into all those things. So that's that's part of the tribulation period that's going to happen. But somehow, somewhere, there are going to be at least, listen, I believe, this is my opinion, a 1, 2% of human beings that survived the tribulation, that received Jesus during the tribulation, and they're going to enter the millennium period, and they're going to be help of the rebuild. What's going to happen when they enter the uh, if 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 there is a survivor and they survive with Jesus in their hearts, they're going to be able to enter the Millennium period. Um, They're going to be—they have a family. They went with the family. They're going to be able to establish a family. They're going to be able to have babies and repopulate the earth again. Yes, there is a thousand years of peace coming after the seven-year tribulation, but that's another study. For another day, and I'm gonna, I'll give it to you in all details. It's very interesting, and I, and I get a lot of questions with that because you know, at the end of the seven-year tribulation, when Jesus touches ground here um, on in Mount in Mount, uh, Mount Olivet, and it's going to be so powerful and deep that when he touches ground, the mountain is going to split in half, right? And and, and and this is the interesting part. Is that the Bible says that the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be thrown to the to, to to hell alive? Okay, it's like hell is going to be opened up and they're going to be thrown alive into hell to the pit, and this and Satan. Um, Lucifer, is going to be chained up in hell, um, in the bottomless pit, he's going to be chained up for a thousand years, and that's why the earth is going to experience a thousand years with no demons, a thousand years with no Satan, to be tempting you, to be, you know, in your minds, and send you negative thoughts so you can do negative things, no, we're going to have the presence, we're going to have the glory of God that's going to take over completely the earth for a thousand years. But after a thousand years, Satan is less loose again for a little time, and I get a lot of questions. But why? Why did God? Why did God allow Satan to be loose again? We're gonna leave it for another segment, and that's that's when we start talking about the millennium period. But we're gonna leave it here. Uh, I just want to say God bless you all once again. It's an honor. It's a blessing to to spend time with you guys. I pray that this segment was of, of edification. I pray that you may have learned the difference between the rapture and the second coming. Uh, please read the verses that I gave you. Very important. Read them for yourself. You're going to see the differences. Um, and, and listen, you know, um, if, if you don't agree with certain things, that's fine. I always say take the good and discard the bad, okay? But let's continue um, Continue to, to listen. Please share this podcast with many Let this be a a tool for the soul winning, okay? We're gonna talk about hell here. We're gonna talk about a lot of things. I'm excited, I can't wait. God bless you all, this is Pastor Omar. Once again, our church is located at 1214 Southern Boulevard. You all are welcome. Um, Come as who you are. We're ready to receive you. Um, We're ready to hug you. And and we're ready to, to worship and praise the Lord Jesus together, amen? Do not, one piece of advice before I go, Please, don't do this like many other people do it. They say, well, when I get better, when I fix myself, I'll go to church. You're never going to fix yourself. You're never going to get better. Come to church the way you are and let God be God. Let the the Holy Spirit get an opportunity in your life. Amen? And so, if you can give an opportunity to drugs, you give an opportunity to a new drink, you get opportunity to a lot of things in life, why not give an opportunity to Jesus Christ? Okay? who can save you, Jesus Christ, who will love you, care about you, and lead you into greener pastures. God bless you all once again. um, Signing out, Apocalyptic Zone. We love you. God bless you.